Bonnie. Welcome to the very first podcast of Did You Bring Me a Monkey? This is a podcast I am dedicating solely to you. I had the idea for it a few months ago, and I really thought about doing it uh, a week ago, but then I couldn't talk because I had uh, that allergic reaction to that stuff. And uh, I figured you've been telling me that you wish you could hear my voice all day long at work. And I know you're going through a lot of issues right now, and I want to be able to bless you with hearing my voice. And since I have another podcast, I'm kind of used to it, uh, used to talking, and uh, I guess this is about it. I'm sure it'll get better as it goes along, as I'm usually used to um, playing off someone else, but this is solely dedicated to you and you alone. You don't have to share it with anyone, and I just want to dedicate this podcast to you because I love you with all my heart and you're my bride and my love and uh, part of my soul so I don't know how I'm going to structure this as I'm kind of playing it by ear for episode one uh, but let me read a scripture at the off onset and I'll probably read this one a lot but you know it's Philippians 8 finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So maybe let's start at the beginning. When I was very young, all around me were a lot of ideas about family and what my purpose would be in life. None of it had to do with some type of white-collar job. None of it had to do even with going to college. You're so right, and we're both understanding that you really learn what you see. And there's nothing truer than that than than how I was raised. There's nothing wrong with it. But I was raised to get a job after high school, maybe go to college, and uh, get married, buy a house, have kids, because that's what I saw, and that's what was valued, having children. And when I, even when I was very little, being the youngest in my family, I always wanted to be someone in authority, someone that people went to for advice, because that never happened. And I'm not trying to be a pity party, but never, no one ever went to me for advice or even talked to me as much, because I'm the youngest in my family. So you, you're never really expected to be anyone of note to have anything um, to say. I don't know what I'm, where I'm going with that, but it it was such a uh, a change in my life when I met you, even the first day, like you out. It's like I was, it's like someone punched me in the gut when I met you, and everybody knows the story. But I still can't believe. I mean, it had to be God, but I had that that silly, broken down lap bag. And, but I still brought it, and I was really nervous about being Mr. Clark's class because he has a had a fiery reputation. And I remember it so vividly, Bonnie. I walk in, and I'm, just, I'm walking around my office right now. It's kind of late at night. I have to put stuff away, but that's why you hear all the other noise in the background. But I remember I was nervous about Mr. Clark because he was he had a reputation for being angry, at least on the basketball court. Completely different. I mean, we learned later on. Amazing teacher, one of the best. But the first day, right after, I believe it was right after lunch, in B 
I want to say B4 or 6, I think. I'm probably wrong. But I sat down. A girl named Rebecca sat to my left. Excuse me. Wendy Chang sat behind me, I think. A girl named Angela sat to her right. There's someone else on my end. And you walk in and you actually tap me on the shoulder and said, Look, we have the same backpack. And oh my God. Even then, especially even now, you are so beautiful. And amazing and nice. (coughs) And it... You have to... I wish I could describe to you what it's like to be a little boy who, where women really didn't really pay attention to. And just you saying that, it absolutely blew my mind on levels I just can't describe. It, it was just amazing. And I just thought, this girl is great. She's friendly. And I, nothing in my head said, oh, she really likes me. That didn't even go through my head. I just thought, she's very friendly. Sorry, washing my mug. And even I make fun of you and say, oh, you said a lot of callous things. Deep down in my heart, I knew that you were just trying to get the class to to discuss stuff. I know it would give you a bad time, but you get frustrated when people don't talk and when people aren't sharing ideas and apropos as to your profession now. But that day was amazing. I went home and I actually told my mom that I met a girl named Bonnie. And it was around that time, I think my friend Sean Jose knew you somehow. I don't know how he knew you, but I, he, he once bragged about how your mom, or uh, his mom, drove you home once on Via del Sol. That was like a few days later. Because uh, we would walk home after school and... Sorry, I'm yawning. It's kind of late at night at the office. And I remember Via del Sol. And every time we, my mom would drive me down via, down to Paseo Grande, I would look down Via del Sol the absolute wrong way. I would look to the right and not to the left. So I found that kind of funny. Because skip forward to a few years later, I remember when I... When I actually, before we were dating, I came over to your house when we were um, planning on going to the junior prom. And we'll definitely get to that. But I remember that you gave me the address. And this is way before phones with MapQuest or with, you know, with any maps on it. I went right. And I think I was a little late going to your house because Del Sol is, has two, there are two blocks to it. Yours and the other one on the other side of Sol Grande. So that was kind of funny. I mean, looking back now, I mean, these are things that our kids will never have to deal with because they'll have like the maps in their phones. I'm I'm really doing this podcast because I want you to hear my voice throughout your day and I want you to know that I love you and you're worthwhile and if you love me and respect me the way I know you do you're going to have to respect my opinion on certain things Um, you don't have to I, I wish you'd agree with them but I don't know if you will um, so much, but the the point of this podcast, there's so many reasons I want to do it, that I am truly enamored with you as a woman of Christ, as my bride, as my children's mom. You're an amazing mother. Simply amazing. 
And every time I meet people or I'm talking to friends or wives of my friends, they, they always say the same thing. You are a great mom and you're so dedicated. It really says a lot about someone to raise children in a second language when it's so much easier to use your original language. So right now, it's about a quarter to 11 at my office. I've been doing paperwork all night. Um, I went for a walk and got some chai latte. So I have some caffeine in me, but I'm just walking around my office. And I realized, you know, just like a lot of things, you just have to start. And that's why I'm starting this podcast. So let me tell you about my day. Today, uh, let's see, actually, what is today? Today is March 20th. Um, you let me sleep in because you're an amazing wife. I just could not sleep last night from like three to about five. I just couldn't sleep. My eyes were just wide awake thinking about stuff, work, thinking about you, thinking about the kids, the field trip to Sulphur Creek. You expertly took the kids on and you let me sleep in. And I, I mean, I slept till like seven forty. You got the two older ones ready and those are like little things. So many little things you do for me that just, they're just, they're little, they're little grains of sand, but they turn into mountains after a while. And it truly, you truly express to me how much you love me. And today, it was no different. I got to sleep in a little bit, and Hezekiah woke up and said, I'll be right back. And he went downstairs, and he watched you drive away. And I called to him, I was like, come on, I'm back upstairs, and let's get ready, and so he got ready, and Caleb woke up, and he looked at me, and he asked where you were, and I said, and I told him where you were, and the next things out of his mouth were Elmo, he wanted to watch Elmo on my phone, which, admittedly, I let him do that, Um, but I gotta put an end to that, but one thing I want you to take away from that is not that you were gone, because you were running an errand. You were taking the kids to school. And I think you were reading a book to the kids as well. It's just that our kids love you. They need you. They want to be with you. They crave you. Because you're a pillar to them. And they love that. And I love that. So, one of the things I was thinking about doing is just reading the Bible all the way through, like recording that in like 30-minute snippets. I don't know if you'd like that so much. So, I'm just going back and forth. I have to structure these a lot better. Uh, And I'm sorry that I'm yawning. If I talk so long, I end up uh, losing... I guess yawning is a way to put oxygen back in your lungs. Um, But, I guess that's why I'm yawning so much. Plus, it's also quarter to eleven. So, after you took Hezekiah, I went to work for a little while, and I got some work done. I still have a lot more to do, and uh, you texted me and said that to bring uh, the small, the smart car to the office so you could leave, and uh, I, I'm really thankful that you take the kids on these field trips. I don't know why I'm reluctant to go on these field trips. I feel like me not speaking any Spanish is just hurting the kids more than it's helping them. So, 
I'm not going to talk about what happened last night, but it did happen twice, and it was amazing. I've been, like, thinking about it and giggling about it all day. I feel like a little schoolboy or something. Um, but it was it was so good. I can't... Like, it's amazing. Like, And really, what I should be doing right now is I should just, just be home instead of talking to the silly podcast app. But I'm going to soldier through it. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. My, my goal is to have... Oh, excuse me. About 80, 30-minute episodes for you. And just post them up. And once there's at least 20 up, I'm going to tell you about this podcast. I'm not going to tell you about it just yet. Because um, I want it to be up and running. And But this is just my podcast, just to you, my wife. And if if there's anyone else listening to it, hello. This isn't meant for you. If you want to listen to it, that's fine. You're going to find out about uh, how much I'm in love with my wife. And how dedicated to her I am. And how much I, I wish I could be a better man for her. Because she certainly deserves it. She deserves the world. She's very selfless. Those of you that aren't uh, my wife, Bonnie. She's an amazing woman. And she's an amazing Christian woman. And if you don't know her, which you probably don't, she goes through rough patches, like all people. Especially women. And... uh she she goes through really hard times, and I don't know how to fix it. But you know what fixes it? If I pray over her. Or if I just touch her. Just her arm. It's nothing sexual. Just some physical touches her love language. But if I read any type of scripture to her, she's going to enjoy that. And it, not just enjoy it, but it's going to center her. It's going to take her out of whatever issue she's in. And it's going to help her. So let me look up another uh, Bible verse. I'm just going to do a random Bible verse in Google. And let's see. What did we do? Oh, here we go. Psalm 119, 105. My Lord, there's a lot of Psalms. Where is it? Husbands? Oh, wow. Random Bible verse. I'm not kidding. Ephesians 5, 25 through 26. Husbands. <laughs> Love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. Wow. I literally said random Bible verse, and this is what came up. So, I hope on my deathbed, Bonnie, when all the kids are around, hopefully they're there, and if I have grandchildren or who, whoever's there, Hopefully you're there. <laughs> I certainly don't want to outlive you. Uh, I really hope that when I'm gone, it's in my family's heart that I loved you as much as Christ loved the church. And I'm going to say this to the our children's future spouses, especially like Lydia's future spouse, is that as a man... Genetically, spiritually, like we are prone to die for someone. And I remember we went to a marriage retreat. Um, the what was it? It was with em, em, the Emerson Egricks or something. I forget what it's called. Um, off, it's on the tip of my tongue. But they talked about how men are just predisposed to fight and die for a loved one. And you are taken aback by that because that's it's completely different from what a woman would would do because we're different 
And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, every night I go to bed, and I, it, goes, it goes through my mind at least once or twice, you know, if someone breaks in here, I'm going to die tonight to save you and, and our children. But what I'm going to tell our children's future spouse and, my, and our young men that we're raising is it's easy to die for someone. It's easy. You only die once. It's much harder to live for someone. And Jesus Christ lived for the church before he died for it. He lived 33 perfect years. And hopefully we're married longer than 33 years. Um, but I, I hope that at the end of my life, our children and our family, and they don't have to say it out loud, but I hope they understand that through my actions and through my love for you, they'll know that I loved you and lived for you, just as Christ loved the church and lived for it. Hopefully I don't have to give up my life, but I'll easily do it without question. Um, so that's, that's the random Bible verse today. Um, I'm going to probably introduce every podcast with, with a song you like. I'm definitely going to go with the, um, this one for a while. Kryptonite is one of your favorite songs by Three Doors Down. I don't know if they did any other songs. We're going to stick with that for a while. And of course, we'll probably pepper in some Madonna because I know how much you love her. And I wonder what I could tell you. I'm I'm very thankful that you're working right now. If you're listening to this at work, I'm thankful for the sacrifice you make. You had to leave your children and trust me to be with our children while you're at work. And that must be that must be terrifying because you know me so well. But it shall it tells me how much you trust me. It also tells me that it just, it tells me that it's a huge sacrifice. And just like, it's easy for me to say, yeah, I'll die for someone. I'll die for you. I could never understand a mother's love for her children because they're completely different than a father's love. And I have, I could never even fathom how hard it is for you to go to work every day and be away from the kids. And sometimes something really memorable happens during the week. And I feel bad about even saying something like a milestone happens that I have no control over. Um, and I, I feel bad even saying it because I think it would get you down. But maybe I'll share them in the podcast if they happen. Like, I mean, we're kind of past all, all like the kind of the big milestones with with our youngest, like first step, first word. And it's nice that all four of our children's first word was mama. Even though dad uh, seems easier. Um, but we've been together over 20 years. And I think I can populate 80 half-hour podcasts about you and, uh, and my love for you. And my appreciation for you. So I'm, I promise these podcasts will be a little bit better. And maybe I'll make it funny. Or not. I don't know. Um, I've been saying I'm a lot and 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 a lot of pauses. But I just thought, you know, just hit record and just go with it. Some regrets that I've been thinking about lately about our relationship. I regret not taking you dancing more. I think about that a lot. I'm, I'm really worried. I'm, I mean, because 
sporadically you'll mention, you know, I wish we, I danced more, I wish, you know, I feel that's, I'm 100% to blame for that. I really wish that I was more open to doing bills with you and and really hunkering down and having a better financial plan. I, I really regret that and I want to make it better. And I regret not letting you more into my business and seeing how you know the, the financial aspects of it more so than more more than I would like. I I, I, would, I don't know, I just I I have a lot of regrets and I, I and it's on my heart. It's not like I'm skating through this life thinking I haven't made even though I do with, with you as my wife. I still feel I still have some regrets over the past few years having shut you out of my business. Um I'm going to work on that. Please pray for me to work on that. Because at the end of the day, I want... Eventually, I want us to have a budget and, like, go home and be like, oh, well, this is how much is here and let's do our bills at the click of the button and be done. So this podcast... I really don't want this podcast to be about me beating myself up. I want it to be you hearing my voice throughout the day and loving that and not going into a downward spiral. This last one has been really really scary for me and and people and I don't care what people think but people are noticing people are asking more how's how's Bonnie how is she doing she seems run down she seems exhausted are you to blame some of my friends are like what the hell are you doing with your wife why she seems really unhappy you know a few good friends that are um kind of asking me what the hell are you doing um so You're on a lot of people's minds and hearts. And, uh, you're on mine all the time. Every time I look at, at, at our daughter, I think of you. And I think of, I, and, I, and I pray, and I hope, beyond hope, she ends up a lot like her mom. Because there's so many things I love about you. And I just got a text from you saying, I may need help. So, we're about 22 minutes in. I'm going to put a couple songs at the end of the, at the front or actually at the front of this podcast you'll you'll have that song you like at the end I'll probably put something else but uh you just texted me I may need help so I'm going to stop recording this and uh I think I'm going to text you and find out and I love you and uh I hope you have a good rest of the day at work and I hope it's productive and I can't wait to see you tonight I love you bye But I watch the world flip to the dark side of the moon I feel there's nothing I can do yeah. I watch the world flip to the dark side of the moon After all I knew it had to be something to do with you
You stumbled in and bumped your head If not for me, then you'd be dead I picked you up, put you back on solid ground If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive, then well, will you be there? I hope